This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Episode 297 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So we're back here with uh, another episode this week. We've got so much stuff to drop uh, to get to that 300 mark in our five-year anniversary. So, But for right now, we are reviewing Soul from Pixar. Uh, I think this is what? Their only film? No, this is their second film to come out this year. Uh, both of them... I think we're on our top 10 or at least on our radar. Uh, we already watched Onward back in March, uh, which interestingly enough, I, while I was watching that movie, the theater owners came into the theater and said, as soon as this movie's over, you need to go. We have to shut the, the theater down, which was right. really weird. Yeah. So the COVID really started taking effect. I think um, Onward was on yours. It wasn't on mine. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, but this movie to me, watching the trailer for it, I was so, so excited to see it because it just looked different, different than some of the shit that they've done before. And um, so let's go into, well, you've got some boring shit I, I'm sure you want to talk about first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 185 reviews, uh, 97% for Soul. Wow. Um, okay, that's really high. Yeah, it really, it is really high. Um, you want to go first? You want me to go first for initial uh, reaction? Well, you did. I think you did your initial reaction first for uh, Wonder Woman, and I have to oh, say yep. that this was completely opposite for me. I really enjoyed this film. Um, it did <laughs> remind me a lot of like Up, not Up. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Inside Out and um, and Coco. It kind of reminded me a little bit of some some of the things that they did, but. Uh, but it is different. It is different. Um, and I thought that Jamie Foxx had just did an amazing job, uh, voice acting. Tina Fey's in it. She's done, uh, I think she did Megamind or something like that before with her voice, but I thought she was really good. Uh, so overall, I really enjoyed this film. Um, I didn't, I, while I did think it was kind of original, I did kind of like it was very predictable. Um, except for the ending, the ending kind of, um, surprised me a little bit because I thought they would have gone the, the the Pixar ending route. Instead, it was like all like everything ended perfectly. Um, and I thought maybe they might change that a little bit, but they didn't uh, kind of like onward had that ending where, you know, you saw the father materialize, but the one kid didn't get to speak to him, you know, right. That right. kind of thing. I thought they were going to do something like that. And it looked like they were heading that way. And then they completely, just gave you the, the the best feel good ending or whatever that they they thought audiences wanted. I don't know. 
So I was kind of bummed that they didn't, they pulled the punch at the end, but I thought overall, I thought the movie was pretty decent. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, um, my initial reaction is I thoroughly enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, and it was a good palate cleanser after Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, um, God, yeah. <clears throat> so, but I mean, like in, in true Pixar fashion, like this is, I was happy with this movie because it was so original. Like there's this ongoing joke of like, you know, what happens when this gets feelings or cars get feelings or, you know, how do, what happens when feelings get feelings, you know, like that's basically <laughs> what Inside Out is. This one's a little bit different. This one is not like, what if a soul gets feelings? It's not that, it's not that case. No. This is like one of their most adult themed movies. Um, while my kids were laughing a lot, I laughed way more in this movie. Um, but there's, this is a huge adult esh theme. Yes. About this movie where, so basically the premise of this movie is this guy who, wants to aspire to bigger things. He wants to be like a jazz legend or something like that, or, or, yeah. or make it big in the music industry as a jazz pianist. So like that's a whole movie. And then I kind of, unlike other Pixar movies where I'm like, Oh, I know where they're going with this message that they're doing. I didn't pick up the message until like the very end of what yeah. was going on because yeah. of the two twists that they give you, you know, like at one point I thought 22 was going to stay in, uh, in his body and live, live the life of, of him. That would have been of, fucking weird. <laughs> I know. But like, I thought like, I thought like something like that was going to happen. Yeah. And, and that's not, that and, and again, that's not what happened. And I really liked the originality of the story a lot. Um, yeah. Just like with inside out, like how original that was to me, other than like, Herman's head. And <laughs> that's the only thing I could right, think of. Right. Uh, this, I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie quite like this in my library of, of movies that I've watched. I don't recall a movie that did what this movie did. Um, about the, like, <laughs> I got the best kick out of those, uh, Jerry's just telling, like, you're going to be narcissistic. You're going to be like self-aware. You're going to, right. You're going to be aloof. separating them out. <laughs> they're separating yeah. You're going to be aloof, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I, got, was... I, I, I got, but my kids didn't understand any of that because like, right. you know, who, what kid's going to know what aloof means, you know? They're just um, looking at the visuals going like, Oh, this looks awesome. You know? Yeah. I mean, there, there was like a lot of funny things for kids to enjoy. And of course it's a Pixar movie. So adults can enjoy the movie too. Uh, not like, shit humor or potty humor or whatever, but just like right. really smart jokes, you know? Um, I, I mean, I'm kind of annoyed that they did this in the trailer, but like, you know, it's like, Oh, you can't crush souls here. That's what earth is for. And I was like, Oh, that's oh, pretty smart. That's such a great line. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So like, but you know, I, I, I really did love this movie. I did too. I mean, I, Oh God, the jazz in it's awesome. The music's awesome. Um, the, here's it's, it's absolutely oh, gorgeous. So just like in Coco, when they, I was like, oh shit, he's really playing the guitar. They took their time to make sure that when he's moving his fingers playing the piano, he's really playing the piano. Oh yeah. They're, the notes that that girl is doing the trombone with, she's really doing that. Right? Like everything in this movie, they took such care to get it right. You know how hard it is to probably animate the proper keys at the speed that he's playing? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they had to motion capture it and slow it down and, and then paint yeah. over it, do something like that because it was picture perfect. It was so perfect. And they captured like, so, you know, uh, 
not to go like we don't need to go step by step through the movie, but I liked how he was like a high school teacher, you know, and then um he gets this like he has a student that is a drumming drumming for this particular jazz singer and <clears> or <throat> jazz player and he's like, Hey, we need a we need an extra man, like do you wanna just come and fill in, but you gotta kind of do a little audition or whatever. So he comes in and when he's playing, he gets lost in it, you know. He gets lost in it and he starts playing and all of a sudden this amazing music comes out because he gets lost in it. And I think it's like, it, it's really a testament to like, if you think about all the times in your life where you had like opportunities that you just fucking blew it, <laughs> you know, like any kind right. of swallow that you blow it or you're just, you're just not confident enough or this or that. And then the one time you kind of like, just kind of let go and go fuck it. Like I'm just going to do me. And you end up like being successful. You know, it's, it's like that. It's like this guy it just loves jazz so much, but he just never got the opportunity. He finally gets the opportunity and then he fucking dies, <laughs> which, which at first I was like, this is bullshit. You know, like I was mad. And then, cause I'm like, I really liked the movie I was watching, you know, yeah, yeah. and then, and then he dies and you're like, what the fucking point is this? But, there is a point to it. Like he didn't live his goddamn life. Like all he did was obsess over this one thing, you know, and didn't like when he sees 22 as him in his body and the way she's communicating with everyone, everyone's like all, wow, you'd never talk about this or you'd never do that. You're always jazz, 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 jazz. And he sat there, you know, going like, oh shit, you know, um, I, I love that stuff, you know? That was like so – the storytelling element is so good in Pixar films. Like if I were to tell anybody like, oh, he jumped in the cat's body and then he watched the watched you know this other soul take over his body and, and he's interacting with all these people, people would be like, that sounds stupid. But it's <laughs> such a really cool right. story way to tell the story. You know, like you have to watch the movie to understand what, what they're doing there. Um but he started to see, it was kind of like having an out of body experience. He could see like exactly like what, how he's been living his life. And he's like, fuck, like, yeah, I mean, all I've been doing is this thing and everyone's been believing in me and telling me to do this and that. And I've just been just like this tunnel vision, you know? And, uh, so I, I don't know what like onward did for brothers. I think this did for like him examining his life and he really did have a good life. You know, he, he did a lot of stuff. It's just, he always felt like, you know, it wasn't enough or something. And, uh, but the question I have for you is, is at the end, um, cause I'm jumping to the end a little bit, is that does he go back to being like, did he just like, I don't want to play, you know, clubs really anymore. That was one time it was awesome, but I want to go back to teaching or like, um, I, didn't- I, I think so. I think the teaching thing. Is something because he didn't really know because he opens the door to his house and he takes a breath and he walks in the in the movie's right, over right. and you're like right. well, what did what is he going to go do like I assumed that he was going to take that full time job and enjoy teaching kids or okay. or that's what that but that was my assumption they kind of leave it open door all you knew was that he was going to live his life you yeah. know like they, that he was going to enjoy things and that I think that was the theme of right. of the movie was you know live in the present. Um, which is really, it's really hard to explain to a five-year-old. Right. You know, totally. just to, because they already totally. do that because five-year-olds all, 
It's like, what's this movie about? Well, basically what you do every day at five years old. Yeah. You just live every day the way you want to live it, basically. Exactly. Or pretty much. Um so it's I mean, it's pretty funny <laughs> trying to explain that to a kid who does that already. But yeah, because I mean, you could tell them, hey, like next week we're going to Disneyland. So now they have something to look forward to for the week, but they live in the present. Like they're little, so they're not thinking past the day. You know, they're not, they're right. not, I don't know. It's like when you get older, you start like planning and doing things and making goals and shit like that. And so, you know, you're, you're or I don't know, or, or you're just the person that just works nine to five every day and you're like, well, can't wait to get to Friday. So I well, what's funny is that when he finally does that thing, you know, he says that he, you know, everybody on this train does the same shit over and over again every single day. It's such a boring life. That's why I don't want to teach because right. it would be doing the same thing every single fucking day. Right. And then he nails the audition, right? He finally gets back to his body. He plays the set of a lifetime. Now what? And then he he's, says. and then he gets on the, tr- yeah. And then he gets back on the train. And he sees that he's going to be doing this every fucking night for the rest of his well, life. Well, cause the lady, he tells the lady, he's like, it was a, that was fucking awesome. He's like, now what? And she goes, we come back tomorrow and do it again. Yeah. But and she also says the line of like, you might play a hundred shows and you might only get one of the shows one. we just played. Exactly. And I'm like, really? Like yeah. that's fucking, yeah. I thought, I thought like I was, it kind of led us because I thought like she was more than what she was. Right. Like I thought she was like, a traveling like gets paid a lot of money to play these jazz clubs right yeah but it wasn't that it wasn't that it was just playing like a big giant open mic yeah i thought she was gonna be like another soul you know like the the moon guy whatever that moon wind or whatever oh oh yeah i thought she was gonna be another type of like you know uh consulting person or whatever on on earth but uh, she ended up just being what she was and he, he thought he wanted this one thing for so long. And then once he did it, he was like, Oh no, that's good. Like, I don't, you know what I well, mean? Like he might as well try and be like the dread pirate Roberts. Cause that's what Inigo Montoya says at the end of the princess bride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, well, I've been in the revenge business for so long. I, now that he's dead, I don't know what the fuck to do. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's true about anything. I mean, I think I've had those, those notions too, where I worked really hard to get to do something. And once I did it, I was like, I'm good. I don't need to do that again. You know, (laughs) it's just some, like, you know, it's just sometimes that's just the way it is. It's really bizarre. Um, how that works or sometimes, you know, be careful what you wish for, you know, like he could (laughs) be out there just, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, that that was his wish, right? Like that he rubbed the stone and he finally, you know, got his audition. He's like, I just need one chance. He gets that chance and then he fucking dies. Dies. <laughs> exactly. They took it from him. Um, this was like this was like <laughs> soul as a soul as a side plot <laughs> for for Wonder Woman eighty four. <laughs> well, there was kind of like some similarities there, uh, but. <laughs> But definitely, clearly, this is the better storytelling of the two. And oh, by far. Um, and Jamie Foxx is just, he's just amazing. Uh, he's just so good in this. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. 
It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, and Tina Fey is amazing, too, as 22. Like, her name is a number. It's fucking fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, it's so great. I love the part where she's going into the zone, and she's like, she mess. She's like, I love messing with these, uh, with uh, people who are in the zone all the time. But I especially love messing with this team, and it's the fucking Knicks. Was, <laughs> that's, that's right, fucking hysterical. <laughs> that was so good. I, I, I was like, oh, they're gonna do football. Please do the Jets. Please do the Jets. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Oh my god, that would have been so fucking fantastic. I thought that was hilarious that because, was like, my kid, cool. my kids have no context other than she's just fucking with people. But I, right. because it was the Knicks, I was like, oh my god, this is so fucking funny. <laughs> that because, was like, I, great. Yeah, it was. You know, like the only other thing would have been like the Cubs, but they already won the World Series before. You're right. Exactly. You know, before this movie came out. <laughs> exactly. No, I. I like stuff like that. I like the little stuff like that because they Pixar always does this really cool thing of like, it's always a what if scenario, but they really go deep into it. Like inside out to me is still like the creme of the creme. It's still like, I liked it better than soul. Like I think it's better, but soul is pretty, pretty close second, but I like how they're able to just like explain the way things are like why they are the way they are and that you have these emotions inside your body talking to each other and all that and that's how you operate and in soul it's kind of the same thing it's like this is how souls operate this is how it all operates and there's that that one guy it's so funny but like when he when he falls when he's like going he he runs away from the great beyond to get away and he falls and then throughout the whole movie that one guy keeps counting and he's like no there's someone missing you know, and he's like searching for him throughout the whole movie. And at the very end, the guy like fakes it, fakes the numbers, which I thought that was funny. <laughs> right. But, um, but see, okay. So let's get to the, the little bit of the twist thing. So he take, okay. So there's this thing called the earth badge and you have to do all this stuff, uh, up in, in soul heaven or whatever. You have to do all this stuff in order to earn this badge. And then once you have the badge, you can go to Earth, which means, I guess, you're born or something like that. Um, and right. so the whole thing is he's trying to get this badge. So finally, I think she is able to create the badge, right? But then he takes it from her or he, like, says thank you or whatever and, like, No, takes- what happens is uh, he basically says that she didn't earn her badge. She just That's what it was. Yeah. Felt he was kind of a shit from me. Yeah. Yeah. And so she threw it at him. And that's how she goes back. That's how he goes back to play the show. Yeah. Um, is that, is that way? That's right. So he comes back, he does it, and then he feels fucking terrible. He's like, I, I need to go back, you know, and, uh, I need to get her back. And so he, he ends up going back. That's only after he realizes that he's doing the same shit over and over again. Right. Right. It's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So my thing was, I thought, he was going to trade places with her and essentially stay dead. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen where he's just like, here's the badge, my bad. Like I, I did the one thing. It's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. That's what I thought too. And I feel like you deserve, like you deserve to live. You deserve to go to earth and live a life. I've lived mine. And that's that's what what was basically he was saying. And that, yeah. And then there, and then the lady's like, Sure, no problem. And she does that. Then she's like, but we're going to let you go back too. And I was like, what? Really? Like, that's kind of a cop out. I thought, 
oh no, like it would have been really cool if you see 22 grow up to be this amazing person. And then he's kind of looking down on her or something like that. I thought, I thought he was going to stay behind and become like a mentor constantly because of what he did with 22. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Start mentoring the other souls as they came in. Yeah. Exactly. Cause it's kind of like, it's kind of like in, uh, Wreck It Ralph, right? I know that's just a Disney movie, but in Wreck It Ralph, um, he lets her go yep. and watches her. You know, in, in her, in her own game. And I thought that was going to be here where he watches 22 grow up, you know, just kind of like sneaking through like the clouds or something and kind of just peering in or, or meeting up with that guy while they draw a hole in the ground and they, he concentrates and sees her in that hole that happens, right? I thought so too. And they didn't do that. And that kind of bummed me out. I was like, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just thought that Pixar, miss a little bit of opportunity there or they ended up just like oh let's let's give it this like feel good happy ending thing but it didn't feel good to me like when he came back you know i was like oh you motherfucker like you got everything you wanted you know what i mean like it's the back to the future ending it's like you got everything (laughs) you fucking wanted i'm like that's not how life works I, right, I, right, right. I would have preferred he stayed dead (laughs) (laughs) you had your chance you lived your life but you that's live- what I thought the message was going to be like. It kind of, dil- yeah. for me, it diluted the message of like living in the present right. before it's too late. You yeah. know, like live your life before it's too late. And by him going back, it's like, well, did he really learn his lesson? Yeah. It's like the Anakin ending. It's return of the Jedi ending. It's like, I killed so many younglings, but I renounced the, the, the dark side. I'm light side now. And now, I'm 20, he's, now I'm 27 and ripped again. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait, how is this fucking fair? You know, yeah. I'm like, this isn't, this isn't right. So I mean, they I couldn't even give bummed. us like episode one Yoda. You know, no. he's still old as fuck. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I I thought that was a missed opportunity. Other than that, the movie was great. That's just my yeah. only nitpick. That was my only nitpick. Yeah, you know? it's 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 rare that a happy ending kind of is off to me. But by him getting that second chance, I was like, uh, but he should have stayed. Okay, dead. if they're gonna show, <laughs> okay, if they're gonna show that second chance, they should have showed him like working with the trombone girl again or something. You know, like right. Like maybe growing, she a, it would have been good know. if he was like growing old, right? Yes. And you see him growing old, and you know, changing these kids' lives. Like and she, he, and he goes did. to some, and he goes to some concert, and the trombone lady is like, she's now a woman, and she's on this symphony. Some fucking right, shit, right. you know, something and, like that. Yeah. And uh well, then again, that's a total movie trope too. But at least. Like if he was dead, then we would have to come up with this alternate ending. But <laughs> it's like, <laughs> or got uh, this ending where we get to see him grow old and die. Yeah, <laughs> he has a heart attack while she's played. It's kind of like a, it it's kind of like the Titanic ending where you see like what Rose did throughout his life, or like what her if, life. How amazing would it have been is he's the teacher, and then like. 22 comes in as a student or some shit you know something Mm. to be like oh that's fucking dope you know just something like that um and she could even said you know like like uh yeah people call me 22 i don't know why but it's fuck you know whatever it is right right so he goes he goes oh shit that's that's her you know and he kind of smiles and then 
Like what know. happens with uh, Sully getting to see Boo for the first time? Oh, or, my oh, God, okay. dude. When he opens the door and she says, Kitty, I almost cried, you know? <laughs> and you don't even see her. You just hear her go, Kitty, you yeah. know? And that was, was so, great. so – it was enough, you know, just like melt your heart. So I would have preferred something like that. I'm like, if you're not going to kill him off, then at least, like, have him – show him the what he does the rest of his life. Like, yeah. show him – uh you know, going back like Mr. Holland's opus, go, going back and playing with <laughs> I hated with the that kids. movie. I, I hated that movie. I did too because it wasn't like they were touting it as like, oh, it's better than Forrest Gump. Uh, but they were touting it as this, this major achievement. And I remember watching this film going like, this is really like, I understand that the whole movie was just to get to the end to show the, the opus. And so, but the whole movie getting there, I'm like, oh, this is fucking boring. You know, like, yeah. Like I, I know what they're trying to do here, but they're just trying to get you to this moment at the end where they it felt it kind of felt forced, like um, yeah, like uh, what was that Robin Williams Doctor Happy movie? Oh yeah, uh, Patch Adams or whatever the fuck. Right, right. It, it felt like Patch Adams or things. Oh, were really the one forced. part though, the one part that got me in Mr. Holland's Opus, the one part that was the best part to me was you know he had a, a son that was uh, deaf, right, and um, and when the son got older, he like um. I remember he did this like symphony and he had lights going and all the shit. He's like, this is for my son. And he had the lights going and all that shit. And so he could see and hear through the vibrations, the music, but also see the lights of the music mm-hmm. being played. And I thought, I was like, Oh, that's fucking awesome. I love that. So that, that part of that whole movie was awesome. But like, I wanted that for this movie too. I want, like you got to see him finally play jazz the way he was meant to. And, and finally people recognized how amazing he was. So we got that part, but I wanted more. I wanted, I was, I was greedy. I was like, I wanted him, like you said, to grow old, teach all these kids. And then the last scene is like either 22 coming through his door or like he's at the symphony watching trombone girl or whatever the fuck. Or it gets you like know. teacher of the year in the United States or something. Something, you know, I just wanted something. <laughs> yeah. Trump's giving him an award. He's like, <laughs> All right. I'm not going there. <laughs> Ship it to me. Um, uh, you know what else is like, <sighs> this is really how good Pixar is. Their movies are so fucking good that we're nitpicking the ending of the movie and this movie is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it is. It really like, it's is. It's a really great fucking I'm movie. Just being and that's selfish. how good. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's what it is. Like our, like my bar for Pixar is so fucking high. Yeah. So like when I see a mo- when I see a trailer like Soul and they get me right from the beginning, I'm like, I can't wait to see this fucking movie. Yeah, there's been some movies that, you know, overall they're not great, but their bar is set so fucking high. Like like again, if 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 the good dinosaur was made by any other studio, people would be praising the shit out of them because they don't make as many good movies as as Pixar does. Right, right. Right, like yeah. if this was made by Sony Animate, if if Brave was made by Sony Animation, it would have been like every, it would have been the talk of the town because right. Pixar's fucking thing is so high that a movie like this that we watch is like comparing this to Wonder Woman eighty four, it's night and day. Even right? though like but, Wonder Woman eighty four's trailer sucked me in, I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this right. fucking movie. Right, but um, that's but but our bar is but, so yeah. high for Pixar. I mean, they've yeah, had they've had what two decades now. Or yeah, one decade, 90, 95, 95, right? 25 years <clears throat> where, where their shit is just so good. They've only had cars 
or the like the redheaded stepchild of 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 well, Pixar it's like movies. Cars two and three. Um, well, I, I didn't like I the still, first one either. I still enjoy the first one. There's some parts in it that I really enjoy, but I don't. The second one I thought was their weakest, and then Good Dinosaur is like right there. I did not like that movie at all. It was but just it's not weird. a bad movie. It's just not Pixar it's, great. It's yeah, it's not bad, but I could see where they were going with it, and they just kind of like I don't know. It, it wasn't great, but um, and I'm glad they're back to doing their original content because I know for a while they were doing sequels galore. And yeah. now they're back to original. I, I mean, I loved Onward. I thought that's so like my thing. And this movie, I just, it's so different than Onward, of course, but it is in a kind of an adult animated film and it's done so goddamn well. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to what they got going on next year. I mean, I know they're trying to do two or three movies a year. I'm like, whoa, well, they've down. got, uh, <laughs> they've got turning red coming out. Oh God, I can't wait for that. <clears throat> Even though it's just so, just the poster and the synopsis was enough to sell me on it. Right. Um, um, so diversity ratings for this one. What do you got? Uh, well, I don't know. Um, this one's kind of a hard one to, to gauge. I mean, I, I mean, I would, I, I guess I would say like, um, uh, Jan Brady light, but, uh, which is like I, middle I, of the road, but I don't know. Was it, what do you I would think? go, I would go very, I would go very diverse. If you look at the IMDb page alone, it, it's pretty fucking diverse. Yeah, because it's voice acting. I didn't really look into that. I mean, I'll have to take your word for it. Because, but because it's just the two main characters through most of the film. Um, yeah, it's so, a white woman and a black man. It's yeah, I mean, oh, that yeah, alone. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for me, it's 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 pretty plethora. Because uh, if you go in, there's there's way more diversity. I'll in have the, to, in I'll the, to look at. I'll cast. take your word. I'll take your word. For it. <clears throat> So I'm um, going to go plethora and I'm going to go four and a half lightsabers me, me uh, for this movie. I yeah. really enjoyed this movie. I laughed at a lot of the, uh, at, at, it's been a long time since I've watched a, a cartoon like this where I laughed a lot. Like there are some funny parts in like movies like Moana and, 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 and um, you know, like uh, what was that uh, bunny movie, a Judy Hopps movie. Uh, but they're like more like slapstick comedy or, or like this was just very witty. Like yes. really smart. Yeah, like uh, the last time I laughed this hard was an Inside Out when they did like different, you know, how the emotions are, which was I yeah, thought was exactly. fucking hilarious. Yeah, so great. Uh, just really smart writing. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, anytime that these guys come up with like, they just come up with these fantastical ideas, and then they find a really cool way to for storytelling. And, and to break uh, it down for like a little kid to try and understand it's it. It's crazy. I mean, it's just, they're so crazy good. I can't wait to see what they've got next. Uh, just keep like, just to keep this level up is, it's gotta be difficult, you know, but, um, it'd be really they interesting somehow to managed it, to do it. Just sit in on those writing <clears throat> rooms. I mean, shit, look at all the shorts and stuff that they're doing. The shorts are phenomenal. I mean, yeah. just one after the next. Uh, they're so good. So, you know, a feature film is, it's almost like, it's like those shorts are like, um, for people to kind of get, like, go into feature films. You know, I kind of noticed that, like, a lot of these new films are being co-directed by people that are up and coming. And then the main director is like somebody that, you know, Pete Doctor, I mean, who's done fucking huge Pixar movies. Right. So it just feels like they're kind of, it's like a, they're schooling all these people. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a great and I, thing. And I love it. I love it so much. So 
Yeah. Anyway, great movie. Four and a half uh, chainsaws for me as well. Uh, right. And that's that's pretty much it. So that's all of our movie uh, reviews for the year. Um, usually we do twice as many. Uh, I think this is like number 13 or 14 for the year. Um, our next episode and our last episode of the year before New Year's is going to be our um, end of the year review where we look back on uh, our most anticipated movies from a year ago and see <coughs> where we rank them. And that's going to be very interesting because we barely saw any of those movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we I saw think I've a only lot seen of different- two or three. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting. Even like if we had watched 10 movies, that means we'd have to rank them in a way. Like even if the movie that we fucking hated, one of the movies we hated, we had, we'd have to put it number 10. <laughs> Cause like, right. you know, so we're at 13, which is not, you know, when you've got, when you've watched like 20 something movies, you've got some room to kind of like, you know, do some stuff. But, Anyway, it's going to be really interesting. So it's our end of the year review. Um, and then after that, we do our most anticipated and then our five, our five year 300th, uh, episode, which is going to be pretty cool. We've got some, uh, really cool, uh, surprises, uh, for that. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so that was episode 297 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast on BJ. Vic. Till next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>